Hey sports fans, if you enjoy watching football and want a chance to win some money, how about you join PoolHost.com, the website that you can pick every NFL game of the week, pick the winners of all the teams with a $10 pay-in every week, and have a chance to win the big prize. All you have to do is create an account at PoolHost.com. Log in, go to the Pools Tools menu, and choose Join a Private Pool. Then you choose Pro Football Pick'em. To join the pool, you need to enter the pool ID, which is 34927. The pool password is 1234567. Once you log in, you pick the private group black. And then you begin to pick all the winners that you feel are going to win the game. Every week, there's a first place winner and a second place winner. So it's not too late to join up and see if you can win the grand prize at the end of the week. Once again, PoolHost.com. Log into the Pool Tools menu and choose Private Pool. Choose the Pro Football Pick'em. Enter the ID 34927. Password 1234567. And join black to have a chance to win the grand prize. Good luck and hope you win some money. What it do, sports fans, once again, thank you for tuning in to Raw Words Podcast. And of course, I'm LJ from Houston. And it's week four, ladies and gentlemen. So you know. We got to get our bets in and the spreads and our picks before Sunday. And when I'm doing my bets and my spread and my picks, I always got to have my boy Marley Betts on the line out of Las Vegas, Nevada. What's going on, Marley? Man, what is going down, people? What is going down? Hey, Ready man. To get into it. Another week of football. You already know the excitement's in the air, so... Let's go on and get into these picks, man. Let's make our bets, you know, see if we can win some money this week because we had a rough week last week. We went undefeated during the early games, but the late games kind of hit us, you know, so had a nice losing streak at the end of the week. But, hey, it's all good. We can bounce back. No issue there. So let's get it cracking with the first game. Which one we got? All right, man. Let's jump into it. So we got the... Carolina Panthers traveling on the road to take on our Houston Texans. Um, the lines opened up at Houston minus five, and the total opened up at 46. We had a little line movement since opening day. Now the line is at Houston minus four, and the total is at 48. Houston minus four. Um, I don't trust if they can cover that four. We know how Bill O'Brien is, very conservative. You know, once he gets a lead, he tries to hold the lead instead of going for the juggler. So we know that about him. But as far as Carolina, man, two two wins in the last 11 games. And those wins wasn't Cam Newton. That was their backup quarterback, Kyle Allen. Um, Christian McCaffrey averaging 106 yards a game, five yards a carry. So that's going to be the key to the Texans. They're going to have to stop Christian from running the ball. I do believe we can neutralize him somewhat because we do have a good rush defense. So, as 
long as we can contain him, make Carolina one-dimensional, make Kyle Allen beat them, I think they'll be in good shape. Um, they're, they're, they're allowing only under 200 yards passing, so that's going to be a, a, a nice feat for Deshaun Watson to get over because, you know, he's used to throwing about 300 yards a game. So he's going to have to pick that defense apart. This is the first time Deshaun Watson has played Carolina, so it's going to be interesting to see how he plays them. Um, you do know he's been sacked 12 times already so far this year, so that's about a four four sacks a game average. And they also are averaging by seven penalties a game, so they got to clean that up as far as being disciplined with the offsides and the holding and all that, because, and definitely to protect Deshaun Watson as well. So all that being said, man, Houston's 50% on third down conversions. If they get some turnovers, because they, they are 16 straight games with a turnover, which is the longest streak in the NFL. So if they can get some turnovers on Carolina, make them one-dimensional, I don't see Houston having any issue with this game. So I'm going to give them the win. But I only think they could probably win it by three, like a last-second field goal or something, because I think the game is going to be close. So that's my pick. Houston by three. Right, yeah. I also got a close game uh, filled within a field goal. Don't trust Bill O'Brien, like you said. I mean, hey, we can be up three in the first quarter. He'll get he'll get super conservative. We might run it the rest of the game. You never know. Yeah. Although, hey, we did run a flea flicker last week, so maybe there's hope yet. Um, I'll take the Texans as well. Um, I don't like uh, I don't like the offensive line giving up the sacks. I keep saying they'll put it together. It takes time for Tunsil and new guys to get get the camaraderie down. Um, but I do think that will get better. We're at week four. I think he's been there, been there, been there the whole time. Um, so I, I'm hoping at least by now, week four. I said this a couple weeks ago. Week four, week five, week six, line should be coming together. We should be taking less hits. Um, I think some of that's on some of that's on Washington holding the ball. But I think some of that, a lot of that is on Bill O'Brien. Keep calling plays where he has to hold the ball with these long deep routes. Maybe we need to do some shorter drop. Maybe we need some three step dropbacks, some quick passes. Maybe some screens, slow the defense down. Hey, maybe some tight ends to help chip on the ends or something. I, I mean, I, I'm no coach, but, you know, this is, this is some of my ideas. Um, but I do take the Texans. Um, I do think they'll win the game, but I don't think they'll get the cover. So I'll just stay on the money line. Yep, I agree, buddy. What we got next? Let's move on. We got the Cleveland Browns. They're going on the road to take on the Baltimore Ravens, my division pick. Um, the line opened up at minus six and a half for the Ravens with a total of 46. Also had a little bit of line movement there. The total has dropped to 45 and the line has went up to the Ravens minus seven. Mm, okay. Um, they're definitely going to cover that seven, Baltimore. Um, they are 18 and two in September game, home game under Jim Harbaugh. So that's a great stat. Um, they're averaging 216 rushing yards and they're only giving up 60 yards on defense. So that's a, another great stat. Another great stat. Baltimore, first in time of possession. Great stat. Um, they're 50% on third down conversion, which is also a great stat. They haven't committed a turnover this year, which is a great stat. Great stat. Just throwing them out there. Huh? Hey, I mean, hey, Baltimore is looking looking really good right now. Um, they're averaging 36 points 
and they're only giving up 20. As far as Cleveland, Baker Mayfield, what was the stat you told me a couple of days ago? He's thrown the most interceptions since he's entered the league? Since he's been in the league, since he's been starting in the league. Yeah. Um, okay, so he's very turnover prone. Um, they also have committed 35 penalties, which leads to NFL. That's 11 penalties a game. So that shows me. Sounds like a Yeah, they're very undisciplined. Um, Freddie Kitchens, the rookie coach, I think he has a lot of growing pains he needs to go through. Um, he's going up against a Super Bowl coach, as in Harbaugh, so I think he's going to be very outmatched in that, in that area. Um, they're giving up 22 points on their defense as well. So, Cleveland, the, the only good thing they have is they got a good pass rush. Miles Garrett is second in the league in sacks. So, they can create a pass rush, but I don't see them getting to Lamar because he's very elusive in the pocket, so he probably can get out of the pass rush and make plays. So, with all that said... I'm definitely going to take Baltimore to win this game. They are going to cover the points because they own Cleveland when it comes to this match. So that's my pick, Baltimore. Yeah, I'm, uh, I agree with you. I'm all over Baltimore in this game. Like I said, I picked the Ravens to uh, win a division at the beginning of the season. Um, you, hey, you said the, the number one stat I'm interested in from the beginning. Uh, they're only uh, scoring 16 points a game while allowing 22 uh, we talk about this every week. We don't like teams that give up more points than they score. Mm-hmm. It's a recipe for disaster. Um, like you said, Freddie Kitchens, first-year head coach, man, it's just part of being a first-year head coach. You got to go through um, growing pains, like you said. It's just part of the job. Um, I think Baker, I don't want to say Baker regressed, but uh, maybe just second-year growing pains. I think the addition of Odell... I don't think it did harm, but I think he's looking for him more than he's playing football. Um, and he's actually, like you said, he's not taking care of the ball. You turn the ball over, you will lose. And uh, Baltimore, in Baltimore, I think you said the record is 18-2 and two in September. 18-2. and two. Yeah, and I don't expect that to change. Uh, the Ravens are averaging 36 points a game. They're giving up 20. That's, that's a 16-point differential. Um, I'll lay the seven points. I think I don't think this game will be close. I don't think they'll be able to move the ball as often. And I think uh, uh, Lamar Jackson and, and Ingram will have a field day on this defense. Um, they're not tough like they used to be last year. I keep stating that Greg Williams is a big loss. So uh, give me the Ravens. I'll give up the points. And um, that's it, man. Uh I think the total is interesting. I think it'll go over because I don't think they'll stop it. So mm-hmm. give me the take the over the total and give the minus seven. All right. I'm with you. Okay. Let's keep it going. We got the uh, Washington Redskins. They're on the road to take on the New York football Giants. The line opened up at the Giants minus three with the total opening up at 48 and a half. And I think we've also got some line movement there on the total. The line is still Giants minus three at home, but the total has went up a point at 49 and a half. Well, both of these teams aren't good, as we know that. Uh, Washington, they lost horribly against the Bears last Monday night. Um, They are ranked 29th in Russia. That's not good. 
Uh, Case Keenum has the second fewest wins than any other active quarterback. That's hmm. not good. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. And they've allowed 30 plus points in each game. That's I think it's 31 to be exact. Wow. Okay. So that's far as watching. As far as the Giants, um, Daniel Jones making his first home start. He looked poised oh. and decisive last week, you know, against Tampa Bay. Um, but they are averaging two turnovers a game, and they're minus five. So, being that Saquon Barkley is hurt with the high ankle sprain, he was 77% of their rushing attack. So, with that being gone, that's putting a lot on Danny, what y'all call him, Danny who? Danny Dines. Danny Dines. Already got a nickname, huh? Wow. Already got a nickname. Okay. Well, I think that's a lot of pressure to put on him. Even though it is Washington, I don't think they're going to be a big threat to him. But at the same time, it's a divisional game. So those games always are played hard. Um, the defense of the Giants has issues as well. They're giving up 300 yards a game. But Washington's defense ain't no, no better. So, all that being said, man, if I got to pick this game, I guess I'll take the Giants as the home favorite, even though I'm not impressed by any of these teams. So, but I got to pick, so I I will go with the Giants, Giants at home. You don't sound too thrilled. No, I don't. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, we speak about earlier, well, Giving up 31.3 points a game on defense. The exact same. Yeah. They're both scoring 21 points a game. The exact same. <laughs> so, like teams that give up more points than they score, and both of these teams do that. Um, I'm going to take the Giants um, pretty much based off the fact that I think they got a little bit more momentum now with Danny Dunn. The team seems a little more thrilled, a little more excited to play. I think they feel they have a chance now. Whereas with Eli, I think they felt like they were going to lose going into the game. Um, yes, the Giants are turning the ball over. However, Danny Dimes didn't throw in. Those were fumbles. So I think if we can clean up the ball, just controlling the ball, um, possessing the ball because he's not throwing it away we can just clean up the fumbles take care of the ball um i don't like the fact that saquon isn't there but i do like the fact that he got hurt early in that game i want to say the first quarter definitely first half and they still rallied and pulled the game off without saquon so that gives me hope and i just don't like the way washington looked um last week it's getting pretty close for time to go ahead and put in Dwayne Haskins. Um, I think Keenum may have another week or two. You got to see what the rookies got at this point. Um, but I'll take Danny Dimes. I'm not giving up three points because I think it'll be a very close game. Could be a field goal game either way. Um, so I'll take the Giants on the money line. I will too, my friend. I'm in agreement. All righty. Next game we got on the slate is the Los Angeles Chargers going on the road to take on the Miami Dolphins. The, at the Dolphins, 
plus 16 and a half being Ooh. a home dog. The total is at 45. We've had a little bit of line movement on the total. It's went down to 43 and a half. The spread has went down to the Dolphins plus 15. What you got? Well, of course I'm taking the Chargers to win this game. Even though that was a that was a heartbreaking loss last week against Houston. Houston came back and outscored them in the second half, 27 weeks, so. Um, Chargers, I think that's a two-game losing streak because they lost to Detroit the week before, so. Yes, that is. They're itching, definitely itching for a win, and why not get Miami when you need a win? How high, ironically the schedule falls that way. Right. Um, they're averaging 400 yards a game. They're averaging 20 points. They're giving up 21, but there ain't going to be no case against Miami. Um, interesting, though. Phillip Rivers is only three on the road against Miami this career. But I don't think hmm. that matters this game. Keenan Allen, 29 receptions. He's averaging 100 yards a game. So he's going to be the key. I'm looking for him to definitely get over 100 yards, maybe two touchdowns. Miami's giving up 44 points a game. So listen, Chargers all day. You say the line is 16, though? 16, 15 and a half. Yeah, that, that's a pretty big line, so I'm going to stay away from that, but I'm definitely going to take the Chargers on the money line, for sure. Yeah, I think uh, there's no need to spend too much time on this game. Um, definitely pick the Chargers to win. Do you know how many points Miami is uh, averaging a game offensively? Um, No. Take a, take a wild uh, guess. Here. Yeah. Five. five. Okay, five. five point three points per. I don't even know how you do that. How do you? How do you do that? Well, one five game they were shut out, so that it that helps it. Yeah, a couple shutouts, maybe a field goal here or there. Yeah. I have no idea. Through games, they're averaging five point three, while forty four point three points. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that is just amazing. So there's no way I can back Miami. Um, the Chargers, however, scare me as far as the spread goes because they're averaging 20 but giving up 21.3. Mm-hmm. So another one of those teams that are averaging, giving up more points than they're scoring. So I definitely would lay off to 15 and a half. But uh, Chargers, like you said, they need a win desperately to uh, get back even. And uh, who better to get? I agree. So, yeah. Like the you got the uh, soon to be Las Vegas Raiders going on a road to take on the Indianapolis Colts. This line opened up at the Colts minus at home. Total opened up at a 45 points. We've had no line movement on the line, no line movement on the total. Everything is the same. Still got that minus seven, and the total is still at 45. Um. Okay. Colts. Um, I've been riding on the Colts this year. Even though Andrew Luck did retire, I didn't think they would have that major of a setback because the defense feels solid. Um, they're 7-2 at home since last year. Um, they have not allowed a 100-yard rusher since week 15 of 2017. 
which was T.J. Anderson, by the way. Um, Marlon Mack is averaging right at 100 yards a game. Um, he has 22 rushing first downs, 54% on third down conversion. So he is a major piece to their offensive strategy and system. So I'm definitely going to go with the Colts. Jacoby Brissett, he's very disciplined. He doesn't turn the ball over. And T.Y. Hill, he's still battling a quad injury, but I think he will play, try to give it a go. As far as Oakland, um, this is all that needs to be said on, on, with Oakland right here, Marty. Listen to this. Oakland has not won a road game in the East Coast since 2017. Oh, my God. They're averaging seven penalties a game, and they're minus 10 in point differential. They give up 26 points and only score 16. So, that being said, definitely going to take the Indianapolis Colts to win this game. And what's the line? Seven. Yeah, they're going to cover that. I'll take the cover on that one as well. Colts all day. Scare money don't make money is what they say. I'm taking I'm right there with you, man. I'm 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 not afraid <laughs> to give up the seven points, man. I'm taking the Colts. Um, after watching the Raiders get blasted by Minnesota, um, that kind of solidified it for me. Um, I think I've said this for a year now. That Khalil Mack trade is gonna hunt Gruden as long as he's at the Raiders, unless yeah. he wins. He traded probably one of the best defensive players. Um, definitely in recent in recent Raider history, um, Khalil Mack might be one of the players in our generation who is soon yet to be told. His story is yet to finish, but just what is three years in the league now? I think. Yeah, past past three years in the league, I think he's arguably one of the him and Aaron Donald are like probably top three best players uh, defensively since. Maybe. Look, this is this this is all you have to say about Khalil Mack. He was all pro at defensive end and linebacker. How, how you do that? How, how you do that? <laughs> Amazing. And they traded him. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Say that again. And they traded him. Wow. And not only did they trade him, they're in massive need of a pass rush. And you trade your best pass rush. Makes no sense to me. But I don't get paid $100 million to coach. So Yeah, we don't. What can I say? So the Raiders are averaging only 16 points a game. They're giving up 26 points a game. Another one of those teams you keep talking about more than they're scoring. Um, I'll lay, take the Colts. I'll lay the seven. I don't think this game will be close. At least a 10 to 14 point game. Um, I just don't think the Raiders have enough talent. Um, on either side of the ball. I think I'm about ready to say David Carr is not the guy. Um, if you take away the one good season he had, he's been subpar. He's been below average. He hasn't even been average. He's been below average quarterback. Um, year two with Gruden, if he doesn't show any improvements this year, which is not looking like it, we're almost a quarter in. And um, I think it might be time to move on next year. If, if that's so, yeah, Colts minus seven. Um, we're both all agreeing there. Going to the next game, I'm pretty sure we're going to be in the green series as well. 
Um, you got the everybody's Super Bowl favorite, Kansas City Chiefs, going on the road to take on, hear me now, the undefeated Detroit Lions. The line opened up at the Lions minus six, and the total is at 54. We've had a little bit of line movement. The line has went up half a point to minus, uh, I'm sorry, the line's plus six and a half, and the total has went up a whole point at 55. Um, well, I'm definitely taking Kansas City to win this game. Um, 25 straight, 25 points in 24 straight games. They've won 10 straight games in September. Kansas City's averaging 33 points a game, 50% on third down conversion. And what's interesting is this is the first time uh, Patrick Mahomes has played in, indoors since he's been in the league. Very interesting. But all that ain't going to matter because Detroit, even though they are undefeated, they've had some quality wins against the Chargers and um Philly last week, so they have had some legitimate wins. Um, they've not allowed a quarterback to throw three touchdowns in a game since week 11 of last year. Um, I think that's going to change on Sunday because Patrick Mahomes averages three touchdowns a game. So, uh, Detroit, they only rushed the ball 3.4 yards a carry. Defense is giving up 400 yards. They're averaging eight penalties a game. So, all that said, Detroit will get their first loss of the season on Sunday. And Kansas City is going to cover the spread. My friend. There you go. There we go. All right. Like what the Lions have been doing defensively, I'm going to put or Pat Patricia, which Patricia, the Patriots. <laughs> um, One of the two. I know it's Patricia uh, from the from the page from the Patriots. Um, however, I just too much firepower, too much Kansas City Chiefs offense, too much too much speed, and they have the best game in my opinion. Andy Reid. I don't think he's the best coach, but offensively, I think he's the best play caller that we have in the league right now, and that's over uh, Wonder Boy in L.A. Um, I call him Wonder Boy, uh, just in case. What's his name? I don't know why I can't think of his name right now. The Rams. Sean McVay. Sean McVay. I call him Wonder Boy. When he came in last year, everybody was trying to find the next Sean McVay after his first year in. He's so dynamic on offense. We just forgot all about Andy Reid and what he's been doing over his career because he hasn't won a Super Bowl. But, um, yeah, Chiefs minus six and a half. This will be more than a touchdown game. The Lions will give up three touchdowns. They'll probably give up four. Um, I just think it's too much. It's too much. You're gonna put that team on turf indoors. Fly every at, this, at each skill position. There's no way they're gonna be able to keep up. Um, it may be close in the first quarter. <laughs> I think after that, I think this game is over. So yeah, give me the Chiefs. Give me the point. Uh, I'll, I'll point. Dog. Uh, we can move on. Um. We got the New England Patriots, the most hated team in NFL history, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, minus seven, I'm included in the haters, so talk. They're minus seven. They're going on the road to take on the feisty my NFL Buffalo Bills. 
Um, the line is at minus seven. It has not moved. The total is at 44. It's went down two points to 42. What you got? Um, definitely taking New England. Tom Brady is 30 and three against Buffalo in his career. The last time New England has allowed an offensive touchdown in the regular season was week 16 against, guess who? The Buffalo Bills. Oh. Hey, no. Um, Forrest Buffalo, 3-0. and Very impressive. Um, Very good. They're rushing 151 yards a game. They've only allowed 88 rushing yards on defense. So defense is playing good. That is the strongest part of their team. Uh, Forrest Josh Allen, he's He's semi, you know, serviceable. I'm not saying he's a pro, pro, pro bowl quarterback, but he's going against New England, man. And they probably got the best defense in the league. So I don't see them doing any type of damage on that defense. I'll give Buffalo maybe 10 points, maybe 12, 13, somewhere around there. I'm going to give New England at least 30. So 30 to 10. That looks like that's going to cover the spread, buddy. So I'm going to take New England and the point. Me? Uh, um, Buffalo is only giving up 15 points a game. Two points a game. Um, I think both of those stats are going to change this weekend. <laughs> in, order, in order to beat New England... You have to be able to score thirty. The only way to beat them, and they're averaging thirty-five. So you really need more than that. And from what I've been hearing lately, this is Bill Belichick's best defense he's ever had. Correct. Ever. That's that says a lot. And Stephon Gilmore, man. Pro I mean, I, honestly, before this year. I probably overlooked him a lot, but I've been paying attention this year. And between him and Jalen Ramsey, I give him the slight edge. He might be the best cover. Um, I don't see this offense being able. The Patriots are only the Patriots are only allowing five point seven points per game. So there's no way that they're going to score 30 points on the New England League. And so I'm taking Tom Brady. And the crazy thing is, there are so many people on the Buffalo Bills because they hate the Patriots so much mm -hmm. that they want them to lose. See, I hate the Patriots a lot too, but don't get me wrong, my money doesn't. Yeah, exactly. He loves the Patriots. He's always told me to bet on the Patriots. I'm going to take the Patriots. I'm going to take the minus seven. They can have it because we'll win by more than seven. And I'm actually thinking about giving the total a look. It's at 44 right now. I know the Patriots are good for 30 plus. So if New if Buffalo can give me at least, I think 10 will be good. I think the Patriots can give me 34. I might take a sling toward the over, but definitely give me the packs and give me the minus seven out. No doubt. So what we got next on the plate is we got the Tennessee Titans 
going on the road to take on the Atlanta Falcons. The line has opened up at the Falcons home favorite at minus four. Um, the total is at 46 and we haven't had any line movement at all. Everything's still the same. Falcons minus four. Total is at 46. All right. Well, interesting game. This is Atlanta top 10 offense against Tennessee's top 10 defense. Four is Tennessee. Mariota. He doesn't have a turnover this season, which is good. But he's the most sacked quarterback at 17. Not great. Not great at all. Um, But Tennessee has not allowed a 100-yard rusher since week 11 of last year. So they're good on rush. They got a great rush. Third down conversions, though, man, 29%. Then that's what hurt them last week against Jacksonville. So, as far as Atlanta, Matt Ryan, seven turnovers, six interceptions. They're only rushing 74 yards a game. They're averaging 11 penalties a game. And they're allowing 25 points a game. Now, another nugget for you, Marley. Very interesting stat right here. And this might sway. Matt Ryan is one and ten in his last eleven games versus the AFC opponent. And last time I checked, the Tennessee Titans are in the AFC. That's true. So, with that being said, you know how I feel about Atlanta. I I, I hate them as much as I hate the Patriots, and. I'm going to take the Tennessee Titans to win this game. Oh, I'm money. Gonna, uh, yeah, I'm going to take the money line. Oh. Yeah, I'm going to take the money line on Tennessee to win this game because I think Atlanta's faulty. I think they got a couple more injuries on their defense from last week as well. They're not going to be able to run the ball. That means Matt Ryan's going to be one-dimensional, and he throws interceptions. As we see, he has six already, which leads to NFL. So give me the Tennessee Titans. I guess to upset the Atlanta Falcons Ooh. at home. Yeah, that's what it says. Upset. When the underdog wins, that is considered an upset. Um, There was no need to sway me with any stats. <laughs> you know how I feel about Atlanta. I think they're as soft as Colonel. Uh, for all our viewers that don't know what Colonel is, that's tissue paper. Um, I hate this team. I think they just the epitome of what soft is to me. They're soft up front on offense. They can't run the ball. I think they're soft on defense. I mean, they can chase you down sideline to sideline on defense. But I think if you run at this team, you can run all over them. And uh, that's one thing Tennessee can do. They can run the ball. Um, Henry's a beast. Um, Mariota, he takes care of the ball. He just hasn't, like you said, he hasn't had a turnover. Um... Can't get off the field on third down. I think the Titans need to move on from Mariota. I think it's time. Um, however, with that being said, I'll take the Titans. Um, I'll take the money line. I don't think I need the four points as well. I think the game will start close, but um, Atlanta's only averaging 20 points a game, and they're giving up 25. The only thing that scares me is I don't know how much Tennessee can score. They're averaging 22 giving up 17 
Um, so they we know they can play defense. That's Vrabel. I always say I wish the Titans would have let O'Brien go and think we'd be in much better shape. But um, that's here nor there. So let's take the Titans. We're both on the Titans. Um, let's guess that's our upset pick of the week, maybe. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm right there with you, Titans. Oh, I think the game goes under the total at 45. By the way, I think that's high. I think if the Titans win, it has to go under. And I think if the Falcons win, it probably goes over. And I'm not picking the Falcons, so I'll take the Titans and I'll take the under. All right, sounds good to me. We got. All right. Next, we got the Jameis Winston. Um, Jameis with the King Crab is what I call it. Um, they're going on the road to take on the Los Angeles Rams. That line opened up at the Buck minus. Uh, I'm sorry, the Bucks plus ten, and the total was at fifty-one. We've had a little bit of line movement. Um, we dropped a half point. The Bucks are now plus nine and a half. The total has dropped two points at 49. Scott for me. Um, definitely taking the Rams and the cover. They're gonna cover that. Um because they've been yeah, they've been playing well as of late. I've been watching. They 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 vastly improved on defense, adding play Matthews to that defense, only giving up 16 points a game. Um the offensive side, they're 45% on third down conversion. So you know, I think they're going to get Tar Gurley going, you know, give him his touches this game. Uh, Cooper Cup's probably going to score a couple of times. You know, they got, uh, Brandon Cook's going to beat Tampa Bay up top with the pass. So I don't have any <laughs> any disregard as far as the Rams winning this game. Tampa Bay, the only thing they got going for them is the little pass rush. Shaq Barry, eight sacks. He's leading the league right now. So if they can get a pass rush on the Rams, they might can cause some golf, some issues in the backfield. But I don't see that happening, to be honest with you. Um, Tampa Bay's allowing 25 points a game. They're only rushing 69 rushing yards, so that's probably a recipe for disaster. So, hey, all that said, definitely taking the Rams, and I'm definitely taking the points to come. Man, that is a lot of points. Um, I'm definitely taking the Rams. Um, I'll probably stay off this game. I Nine points is probably a little bit too much for my blood. I think if the Rams get up enough, they'll probably start probably start running the ball. Um, like you said, that defense is vastly improved, so I definitely have a chance to get that covered. Um, but I just think nine and a half points is just way, way too many. Um... The Rams are there. Hey, they're allowing less than 100 yards rushing. They're um, barely over 200 yards in passing. Um, the defense, like you said, greatly improved. Um, we already know what their offense is capable of. I think they're holding back right now because I, I, I don't think they want a repeat of last year with Gurley hurt in the playoffs. So I don't think it's the fact that he hasn't been unleashed. I think they're purposely saving him. For the playoffs um, and later in the season when it gets cold and you have to run the ball and play defense I think that's when Gurley's going to take over uh, with that being said we both are on the Rams with the money line um, I'm scared of the total um, the Rams defense is too improved for me to risk the uh, 49 um, but I'll definitely take the Rams on the money line All right 
right. Let's keep it moving. We have a pissed off Seattle Seahawks team. Mm. They're going on the road to take on the Arizona Cardinals. The line opened up at Seattle minus four and a half with a total of 47 and a half. Oh, that four and a half fucking last week with Seattle. Excuse my language, guys. Um, we have had a little bit of line movement. We're at Seattle minus five now with the total going up a half a point as well at 48. Got um, I definitely got Seattle to win this game and cover the points because like you said, they came off, they got beat up last week, New Orleans, coming into Seattle and straight punched them straight in the mouth. I mean, special teams, turnovers, Seattle didn't know what hit them in that first half. They tried a little comeback in the second half, but it was a little bit too late. The Saints are already at a taking advantage of that game. Um, Seattle, they depend on the run game a lot. And I think they're going to pound the, the run game on Arizona because Arizona's given up 157 yards on rushing on their defense. So I don't think Seattle's going to have a problem with that. Um, far as Arizona, man, Kyler Murray, he's been sacked 16 times so far. They're only rushing 84 yards a game. David Johnson, 36 attempts, only 133 yards through three games. And he's averaging 3.7 yards a game. That's not going to cut it. So that means that you're dependent on Kyler Murray to throw the ball 40 times a game? And he's a rookie? No, that, that ain't going to work, Kingsbury. You, you're going to have to change it up a little bit. I understand you're a rookie and you're getting your feet wet, but... You're going to have to put some protection back there and you're going to have to switch up your, your play calling because you ain't fooling nobody with, with, with the schemes that you got going. So, um, But I do got a good note for Arizona. Their offense is better for, you know, pushing the ball down the field, getting first downs because last year they only averaged 14 yards a game. Now they're averaging 21. So that's a touchdown more a game this year. So that is a good that for them as well but their field goal kicker is their leading point scorer he has nine field goals made this year but he only has three extra points so that lets me know that Arizona is not converting in the red zone they're settling for field goals instead of touchdowns and Seattle I think they're like top five in red zone efficiency so they convert their their red zone opportunity so all that said, Russell Wilson should have a big game, and I'm going to take Seattle to win and cover the point. Right, right. Uh, who knew? We're, we're on the grants again. Who Whoever would have guessed. Um, yeah, I think Seattle's going to be pissed off in this game. I think they know they laid an egg at home. I think they underestimated um, Teddy B and Sean Payton and the rest of the New Orleans Saints without Breeze. And I think they just laid an egg. So, division game, like you said, they know they need to win. Um, I think Russell Wilson is going to have a fantastic game. I think they're going to, like you said, I think they're going to shove it down their throats offensively with Chris Carson. Um, I'll lay the five points easily. Uh, yeah, no run game in Arizona, and you got a rookie quarterback throwing way too many times per game. This is not college. Um, and I think Kyler Murray's finding that out. I think he's understanding that you cannot, you know, Oklahoma, you can run away from probably 90% of the DNs and linebackers. But in the NFL, man, everybody runs 4-4. Four, four. 
defensive ends, linebackers. You might have a couple tackles that can run a power four, five, four, six. So it's not just as easy to escape away and people aren't running all open all over the field. So yeah, uh, easy pick. Give me the Seahawks uh, minus the points. Um, I haven't thought about the total yet, so uh, I'll pass on that right now. But definitely Seahawks minus five. No doubt. I think we got a disagreement coming up. And that game is going to consist of the Minnesota Vikings going on the road, take on the Chicago Bears. This line opened up at the Bears, a home favorite at minus two. The total is at 38, and we haven't had any line movement as of yet. Wow. Minus two, huh? Minus two, less than a field goal. Yeah, this this is going to be a a great defensive game because both of these defenses are good. Uh, Let's start with Minnesota. They're the only team in the NFL that has more rushing yards than they do passing. So that tells me that Dalvin Cook is leading the league in rushing at 125 yards a game. Um, Defense has 10 stacks so far. So they got a pass rush, putting pressure on the quarterback. Um, But Kirk Cousins is not that good when it comes to big game, especially when you have to depend on him to make a play. He usually coughs it up, usually throws an interception at the wrong time, which takes the air out of that team. Um, but they are averaging 26 points a game and only giving up 50. So that's a good point differential for Minnesota. Far as Chicago, Chicago is 15 and 3 at home against Minnesota since oh. 2011. Hmm. Um, they have a top five rush defense, so. They're very suffocating, as we know. They're only giving up 13 points, 13 points a game. Um, they have only they allow fewer than 20 points seven straight games. Oh. They have 11 Great. sacks on the year so far. They're only giving up 68 yards on the ground, and they are 11 and four since their bye week of last year. And a hmm. bonus. Do you know that they have only allowed one rushing hundred yard back since Khalil Mack has joined the team? And that would be Saquon Barkley last year. Week 12. My boy. Yeah, your boy. He went for 125 on. So that was pretty good. Um, but as far as Trubisky, I don't trust him either. He's 28th in passing. So they're, I don't think their offense is going to score too many points, but I think the defense is strong enough and solid enough to keep Minnesota from scoring on them. Um, you are right, my friend. I am taking the home team, Marley. The Chicago Bears are going to win this game. Not taking the points because it's too close, but you can mark me down for the Chicago Bears to beat the Minnesota Vikings at home. The Bears. All right. So, got all the stats for me. 15-3 at home against, or 15-3 against the Vikings at home. Love it. (laughs) Khalil Mack, 
Gruden has to be, he won't tell us publicly, but I know privately he has to have nightmares about Khalil Mack. Every time. Somebody, he, he probably don't even like the word Mack truck. He don't want to hear nothing with Mack in it. Nothing. No, Big Mack. Nothing. Big Mack. None of that. Mack sauce. He don't want to hear nothing with Mack in it. <laughs> now, with that being said, Chicago's only averaging 16.7 points a game. That is true. Defense is giving up 13 points a game. That's three-point differential. Mm-hmm. Dalvin Cook, or I'll say the Vikings, are averaging 193 yards rushing. It's almost 200 yards rushing again. Yep. Chicago's only giving up 68 yards rushing a game. So something's got to give. <laughs> Something got to give. I don't know if Dalvin will get 100 this week. I'll, I'll put think money on it that he don't get 100. We might have to do that. I might have to take the side bet with you. Okay, week. let's do that. I bet. I bet he don't get 100. All right. Give me, give me, give me. I got a couple days. Let me think about it. Okay, no problem. I think he'll get at least 80. I think if he gets 85. So he's good. I think that's enough. Make them focus a little bit on. I, th- I think you have to focus on Dalvin Cook uh, if you're Chicago, because apparently you know nobody trusts Kirk, Captain Kirk Cousins over here. However, I'm going to put my faith in Captain Kirk this week. Uh oh. I think Captain Kirk can give me 20 points. Mm. 21 points. If he gives me 21 points, we win this game. Chicago will not score 20 points against this Minnesota defense. And I think right now, I picked Minnesota to win this division. They've already lost to the Packers at home. I mean, uh, on the road. I know they got him at home. I know you still got the Bears at home again. But I don't think you're going to win the division if you lose this game. You're going to make it too close in the end. I'm taking the Vikings. I don't want the two points. I want the money line at plus 125. And I think they'll win this game. I think it'll be close. I think it'll be a defensive game. Um, Definitely have to look at the under 38. I'm looking at 21-13. Maybe even 17-10. Viking. Money line. My second underdog pick of the week. Look it. Another side note for you, just to keep in mind. Khalil I'm Mack just... is the only player this season that has three sacks and three fourth fumbles. Kirk Cousins has the most fumbles by quarterback since 2017. I agree. Hey, I think they'll get their turnover. The problem is the offense can't capitalize on set turnover. And not only can they not capitalize, they might give the ball back. Hey. I, I mean, who's the running back for Chicago? Um, Co- Cohen, I believe. Cohen, he's the starter? I believe so. Okay, so yeah. Who's the, who's, who's the number one receiver? Um, Allen Robinson? I think so. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no said. 
Uh, hey, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you because I don't have no faith in Trubisky either. But I just think Chicago's defense caused enough problems for Greg Cousins at all. I think my chances with Cook, Thielen, Diggs, over Trubisky, Allen, and Cohen. Okay. So, man, we'll I think what defense is, I agree. Chicago defense is better. But I think the difference in the defenses versus the difference in the offense that they can't overcome it, even being at home. All right. We'll see what That's happens because we, we definitely will be tuned in. All right, man. Okay, we got one disagreement. We might have another here. We just might. You got the Jacksonville Jaguars going on the road to take on the Denver Broncos. The line opened up at the Broncos minus three. The total opened up at 38. We haven't had any line movement. We're still at minus three for the Broncos and 38 for the Jazz. On the, I mean, 38 on the total. Um, all right. Let's, let's evaluate these two teams. Um, let's start off with Jim. They are going three. Haven't won a game yet. They have seven straight losses going back to last year. Hmm. Defense has zero sacks and zero turnovers so far. They're only scoring 15 points a game. They're giving up 22. And as you always say, Joe Fluco is not the answer. Not nice. quarterback situation. As far as Jacksonville, Minshew has been looking good out there. 73% completion percentage. Man. But where's Leonard Fournette? He, he, he's been absent in the run game so far this year. Um, the defense leads the NFL with sacks at 13, but not considering nine of those came against Mariota last week. So, Jacksonville's averaging 19 points a game. Jalen Ramsey is out because, you know, he just had another baby, I believe. So they gave him some time off. Um, Denver's at home. Denver needs to win desperately. But I think Jacksonville has the better quarterback, even though he is a backup. That's that's it. That's what I can say. That, that, well, that shows you how much faith we have in Fluco. Um, Man, Super Bowl winning Fluco. Yeah. So, I'm going to take Jacksonville to win this game on the road. Oh, oh. I just don't believe in Denver. I mean, they've had plenty of chances to get their first win, and they just can't seem to convert it. So, capitalize on that. So, until they win a game, I'm going to continue to go against them. I hear you. So, Jacksonville on the road to beat Denver. What's the line? Minus three. Jacksonville plus three. Mm, I'm going to think about that one. But I'm definitely going to take the money line for Jacksonville. All right. All right. All right. So, uh, where do we start with the Broncos, man? New head coach, 0-3. Von Miller doesn't have a sack. Nor does Chubb. That's, a, that's an amazing after three games. And they don't have one not only sack. that, do you know that the coach of Denver came 
he was the defensive coordinator of the Bears last year. So you would think he was no defense, right? You would think that. You would think that. (laughs) Uh, I mean, the defense is only allowing 22 points a game. I mean, that's not bad. Not great, but it's not bad. But it's awful when when your offense is only averaging 15 points a game. It's a recipe for disaster. Yep. Um... Meanwhile, the Jags are only doing 19 points a game while giving up 20 points a game, one point differential. Um, where's Leonard Fournette? Like you said, they're only averaging 90 points a game. What is going on with Fournette? I mean, is it the offensive line? Is it Fournette? Is it like... And I had a thing last year where I felt like Fournette, not last year, when he was in college at LSU, he never played big in the big games. If you look at his numbers against the Alabamas, I don't think he ever... I mean, I know Alabama is Alabama, but you're LSU. So it's not like, you know, it's not like you're Preview A&M out there. <laughs> you can give me one big game. I think he was there three years, at least two years. You can give yeah. me one. Um, with that said, though, I we know how I feel about Fluco. I think he's the worst Super Bowl quarterback. I think he's worse than Trent Dilfer at this moment. Um, well, they both not fitting off a good defense, so that ain't saying a lot. Right. <laughs> <laughs> True. Um, and man, I mean, you said it. You said it no better than I can. Until this Bronco team goes out and wins the game, mm-hmm. I can. So I'm taking Jacksonville. Um, Oh, if I'm gonna take him to win, I might as well not. What's the what's the point in taking the three points? So I'd rather take my plus one forty five on the money line and take my chances. Hey man, Titans uh, Jags parlay man is looking good right now. It is, ain't it? Plus one forty five with the plus one seventy five. We Maybe might as well just go, we might as well just go with the whole division. Hey, hey. That I'm gonna write that down. Jags, Titans, Texans, Texans, Colts. Hmm. That might not be bad. I kind of like that. I'm gonna think about if that hit, we'll be straight because that's two underdogs, Mm -hmm. right? Colts and Jacksonville. Two underdogs with two favorites. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Might not be something bad to look at there, LJ. Yeah. Hey, I'm learning, Marley. I'm learning, man. I'm learning. Go ahead. I wonder how many times has that happened? I don't know. In our in our division, how many times have we went and swept a, a weekend, a Sunday? Damn, that's a good parlay. You want to think about that one, man? Um, hey, let's move on to the night game. Very, very interesting game here. You got the Dallas Cowboys. America's team on the road to take on the New Orleans Saints in Who That Nation. The line opened up at the Cowboys, the favorite, minus three, with a total of 46. We have had line movement. The line has went to the Cowboys minus two and a half, with the total going up to 47. Got for me. Um, Dallas, top five in passing, top five in points scored at 32, 58% on third down, 
They only allow 14 points a game. Dallas is playing real good right now. They're looking very Super Bowlish, as we say. But this could be their first tough opponent of the year so far. Even though New Orleans don't have Drew Brees, I think Sean Payton is a good enough coach to keep uh, Teddy Bridgewater, you know, keep simplify the offense for him. Don't give too much. Don't make him depend on him too much. Um, Alvin Kamara is going to be a big, big key in this game because he's a dual threat coming out the backfield and catching passes in the screen game. So the linebackers are going to have to work this game for uh, Jalen Smith and Vanderbosch for Dallas. Um, New Orleans had a great win in Seattle last week. They're coming home for some home cooking in New Orleans. They're averaging 10 penalties a game. That's that's concerning to me. That means that they're undisciplined, and they shoot themselves in the foot a lot of times. And they're allowing 134 yards on the ground. And we all know Ezekiel Elliott likes to run the ball. Uh, Dallas is a great run-scoring offense. So with that being said, I am going to take Dallas to win this game in New Orleans. Because they're undefeated. Uh, like I said, they're top five in the power rank. So Dak Prescott's looking like an MVP candidate so far. So I'm going to take Dallas to win this game. And I'm going to stay away from the point. Um, Man, Dallas on the road. That's a tough pick, LJ. No, not um, really. <laughs> Not at all, huh? Yeah, the Dallas is just too strong on both sides of the ball, man. I love Dallas's defense. Um, I think they got the best linebacking crew as a whole. Um, however, with that being said, LJ, I'm on the Saints. Ooh. I'm going to take the Saints. There's no way that Dallas is going to go in there again after last year. I think the Saints remember that. They're not going to go in there again and beat this team. Um, I think people are underestimating Sean Payton and Teddy B. See, we forget that before Teddy B got hurt, he looked good in Minnesota. He looked like an NFL starting quarterback. Maybe not a good or great NFL starting quarterback, but I'm all over New Orleans. Look, I don't even want the points, LJ. Give me the money line. I think playing in New Orleans, if this game was in Dallas, I'd be with you. I'd be all over the Cowboys. But with it being in New Orleans, I am all over the Saints. I know they don't have Breeze. I think people are underestimating Teddy B. I think we forget that in Minnesota, before he got traded to the Jets after the injury, Teddy B wasn't looking like a bad quarterback. He was looking good. He was the starter there for a reason. He got hurt, and um, I forget who came in after him. Um, and they gave him the job after the fact. And Bradford, was it Bradford? Did they do that? Might have been. Was that Bradford? Oh, my God. That's, that I think about it, that is ridiculous. Um, but I like how they looked. I think Kamara is a beast. You still got Michael Thompson, uh, Michael Thompson, uh, Michael Thomas, and I think Sean Payton 
is going to draw up just enough plays. They're going to score just enough points on that defense. I still, I'm a believer in that. I think him and Amari, him and Amari Cooper, I think they will get theirs. I just don't think that it'll be enough come Sunday. If this game was in Dallas, I'd be all over the Cowboys. With it being in New Orleans, give me the Saints. I think they're rolling right now. That's it, man. I want the Saints money line. No points. All right, well. I don't need them. We got a disagreement there, so. Like two games. Yeah. That's two games. Hey, final game. We got the Monday Nighter. Cincinnati Bengals. They're going on the road. Take on the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Mason Rudolph-led Pittsburgh Steelers, who actually didn't look too bad last week. Um, The line over here opened up at the Steelers minus four and a half. Home home favorite. The total at 43. We've had a little bit of line movement. The line has went down half a point. The Steelers are minus four. And the total has went up a point, half a point. It's now at 44. So we got the Steelers minus four with the total being at 44 right now. The Steelers minus four, huh? Yep. We ain't got to talk about this a lot. Uh, Pittsburgh has won, I think, 15 straight Monday night games. Even though they don't have Big Ben, I think they're still contained with Cincinnati. I'm not a believer in Andy Dalton. They got the worst offense in the league. They got the worst defense probably in the league as well. Um, And they're going to Pittsburgh. So, yeah, I'm going to take Pittsburgh to win this game. I don't care about the points. I don't care about the money line because both these teams suck. (laughs) <laughs> so I think we're on the same page um, Definitely going to take Pittsburgh at home They actually didn't look bad against San Fran I mean, they had that game won They let him come back um, Mason Rudolph looks surprisingly okay um, I'm definitely not a believer in Andy Dalton myself the, What they call him, the Red Rifle, I think He's like always been like Lightly above average but not quite good enough, like just good enough to keep his job. Um, And I can't back that on the road. I actually think they may cover the four points. I took them last week to cover in Buffalo with six and a half. They covered for me. Um, So I may take them plus the four points. I'm hoping it creeps up to four and a half, five. I'll take them. But definitely taking Pittsburgh to win. I do not trust that offense nor that defense. Um, I just don't trust Pittsburgh's defense either. Um, it's, nor do I trust. Uh, nor do I trust Pittsburgh's offense. Um, I think they have a lot of things going on. I say this every week. As far as you can't replace that kind of talent, you can't lose that kind of talent and not replace it. So that's where I, that's where I stand on that game. Um, definitely Pittsburgh money line. But I'm gonna stay. Uh, Stay away from the Bengals for sure. All right. Well, that wraps it up for us. We got them in. Um, just a little side note. Um, I did take Philly to cover the game tonight against Green Bay, and they end up winning the game. Winning. Yes, sir. Man, I should took that have. money line. 
Yep, I think it was plus 160 to wow. end the game. So what did the cover look like? Uh, the cover won 21 38 10. Oh, so, not okay. bad. Thought we were winning and lose for sure. Didn't need the point, so they took it all right. Well, so good. Hey, pick, thank my you friend. so much, sir. Always go at the numbers, man. You got to trust the numbers, even though you say home teams are good uh, on Thursday nights. Uh, go look up those numbers for I, me I, and get I, back I, I'm not me. saying you're wrong, I, but in some cases, you know, you can go against that. And that was one of the cases tonight. But. Yeah, they say, you know, never take, they say always take a dog back into a corner. So that's definitely what definitely. Philly was tonight. And I smelled it too. That's why I called it. Because I, I just felt that they were desperate and they were going to try to get that win. But all that said. Appreciate you, Marley, once again, coming on with me, man, doing these picks. I know the fans love it. You know, we give them, give them a chance to win some money every now and then, you know. So we try to give them good stats and input and info so they can trust our content, so they can believe us in what we're saying. we just not just throwing stuff out there like we don't know what we're talking about. So I love doing it with you, man. Appreciate your, uh, your dedication with me. And... We are definitely going to enjoy the Sunday games, and we will be back on Monday to recap the games and give our insights and our opinions and give y'all our records and see who won for the records, you know, for the standings. So uh, give give them your social media, Marley, before we get out of here. All right, all right, all right. Y'all can catch me at Brothers and Bets on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. Also check me out. On Facebook at Grills Marley and on Instagram, Grills Marley. Show. And of course, I'm LJ from Houston. You can catch me, LJ Sports Talk, on Twitter. LJ from Houston on Facebook, Instagram. Um, I put up the podcast twice a week, you know, got the insight. So appreciate y'all listening once again. I will be back at y'all next week. But until then, this is Raw Words Podcast. That's my boy, Marley Bar. And we are out. Holla. Hey, sports fans. If you enjoy watching football, want a chance to win some money, how about you join poolhost.com, the website that you can pick every NFL game of the week, pick the winners of all the teams with a $10 pay-in every week, and have a chance to win the big prize. All you have to do, create an account at poolhost.com, log in, go to the Pools Tools menu, and choose join a private pool. Then you choose Pro Football Pick'em. To join the pool, you need to enter the pool ID, which is 34927. The pool password is 1234567. Once you log in, you pick the private group black, and then you begin to pick all the winners that you feel are gonna win the game. 
Every week, there's a first place winner and a second place winner. So it's not too late to join up. See if you can win the grand prize at the end of the week. Once again, poolhost.com. Log into the Pool Tools menu and choose Private Pool. Choose the Pro Football Pickup. Into the ID 34927. Password 1234567. And join Black. To have a chance to win the grand prize. Good luck and hope you win some money.